I'm Kate. And I'm Jesse. And you're listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. <laughs> Let's do this. I was definitely working 80 hours a week, which is just not fun <laughs> at all. And so I definitely very quickly realized that this was not the life for me. This was not the career for me. Welcome to Cocktails and Content Creation, a podcast dedicated to helping you easily create content with confidence. I'm Kate Andrews. And I'm Jesse Wyman. Welcome back to another episode of Cocktails and Content Creation. This is episode 74. If you're enjoying the podcast, why not leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening, we would love to know what you think. We really would love to hear what you think. So please head to wherever you're listening this and listening to this and leave us a review. Those little five-star reviews get us pushed up and more people can listen. Mm -hmm. Uh, For today's episode, we're chatting about three things to consider before you leave your full-time job, which is a really big decision, something both Jesse and I have done. And it was not a decision we, either of us made lightly. Um, So it should be interesting to get a different uh, perspective on this. But before we go any further, what are you drinking today? Mm, that's the big decision. You know, actually, mm. it's not even that hard. So I am drinking a Cape Cotter, which for those of you that aren't from New England, mm. uh, myself included, I'm not originally from here, is simply just a vodka and cranberry. <laughs> is that it? Yes. Really? Yeah. How did I not know that? I'm pretty sure. Let me just Google that. But I'm pretty sure it's just <laughs> Cape Cotter cocktail is a vodka and cranberry. Yes, it is. So when I was pregnant with Ariel, I was like, you know, sick for the first like six months, it felt like. And then, you know, you just get sick of it the last three months of pregnancy. And I remember like missing, you know, I'm, I'm really not a, for the fact that we have like this show dedicated to cocktails and content creation. I'm really actually not a very big drinker. I can't be because I'm such a lightweight, which I've discussed on this show. Um, but I was like getting to a point where I was like, I could really just use a drink. And I used to have um, cranberry with like seltzer water. So I guess that was mm-hmm. my own little, you know, mocktail. mocktail of the Cape Cotter now that I'm thinking about it because that's, that was just like, it was just a little, little something. Yep. A little yeah. something. No, it's, it's, I, you know, I have the vodka left over from the, you know, the Moscow mules. So I'm just yeah, trying to use switch, it up, switch it up and use it up. All right. Well, I think, I think that's a good plan then. <laughs> All right. Well, now that we have that important business out of the way, let's dive into our discussion about leaving your full-time job with Rachel Burke. Rachel Burke worked in corporate America for eight years without feeling fulfilled in her career, and I can totally relate to that. Mm -hmm. She started a podcast earlier this year called Her Side Hustle, and it was during one of her interviews that she was introduced to the world of bookkeeping, and Bookkeeping by Burke was born. Rachel, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So before we get into everything that we are going to talk about, this is cocktails and content creation, so (laughs) we must start off with what are you drinking today? Yeah, so at the moment it's 8 a.m. So I'm drinking coffee. Um, but if it were <laughs> if it were the nighttime, um, I honestly don't discriminate. I, I love all types of, of alcohol and drinks. <laughs> You're our kind of girl. <laughs> yeah, if I'm being totally honest, um, I actually just recently had um like a passion fruit spicy marg the other night, and that was pretty awesome. I'm Ooh. a big tequila fan, so that's probably what my choice would be. 
There was oh, someone else on the so show good. that talked about a spicy margarita and I enjoy a margarita, but I don't know about the spice. Like, I don't yeah. know if I would enjoy that. <laughs> and I passion do like fruit. That sounds really good. I mean, maybe it's the flavors will balance it out. If it's sweet and spicy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love the spicy marks. Um, and the passion fruit wasn't too sweet. Like I'm not a big sweet uh, drink mm. fan. So yeah, it was really good. It definitely balanced it out. Nice. Well, that's, that's kind of the, the not liking the sweet. You kind of lost me there, but that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. So I gave a little intro, you know, intro to, to you, but uh, tell us in your own words, your journey and what it is that you do. Yeah. So as uh, you guys mentioned, my name is Rachel Burke. I am the founder of Bookkeeping by Burke, which is a boutique uh, bookkeeping firm that serves female owned service based businesses. Uh, I currently live in San Diego with my husband uh, and our golden doodle, Maisie. She just had her two-year-old uh, or two-year birthday uh, last week. Um, but we have lived here for about two and a half years. Um, we're originally from Maryland. And we actually moved to San Diego right before COVID, which was uh, pretty fun moving across country and immediately getting into lockdown. Um, but it's been a blast living out here. Um, but a little bit about my uh, my business. So we actually just turned one a month ago. Um, so we're one year old. Um, and as you mentioned, my path to starting my business is definitely, it's kind of random, honestly. Um, like you mentioned, I started a podcast and that's how I kind of landed on this idea. So it is random. I don't know how else to like explain that, but yeah, I, I feel like random is the right word. Um but how I kind of got here, I guess. So I actually went to school for accounting. Um, I went to the University of Maryland. I got a, a bachelor's of science in accounting. I interned at accounting firms. I worked for KPMG, which um, I don't know if you guys are aware, but it's one of the big four accounting firms. Um, so I worked there in college, after college. I absolutely hated it. Um, like I, I loathed it. I the accounting industry is just extremely outdated. It's boring. It's 90% male dominated. It's very like old school ways. Um, and in the field of accounting, especially like you're required to work from an office, like remote work is not an option, even though you definitely could work remote. Um, working on the weekends was definitely very common for me. Working past midnight was common. Like I was definitely working 80 hours a week, um, which is just not fun <laughs> at all. Um, and so I definitely very quickly realized that this was not the life for me. This was not the career for me. Uh, I just cared too much about like my personal life and prior prioritized it um, or wanted to prioritize it more. So I left the accounting um, field. I quit my job and I told myself that I was honestly never going to go back. Um, so kind of like fast forward, I've worked in management consulting. Um, I've worked in sales. I've worked in customer success. So I definitely bounced around like trying to find what it is that I was passionate about and what kind of career like suited me and interested me. But I never felt like I fit in anywhere with any of the jobs. Like I, you know, I could do a good job and whatnot, but I just never really enjoyed any of them. I never felt like passionate about any of them. Um, so I actually very randomly, and I can't even remember like why I started my podcast or like when that thought popped up into my head, but 
um, I was itching for something more. And in January of 2021, um, I, just felt called to start a podcast. Like it was really weird. I wasn't even a huge podcast fan, honestly. Um, like I didn't really listen to that many podcasts or anything. So it's kind of random why I chose that, but I did. Um, and yeah, I kind of just, I, so my podcast was for a side hustle. Um, I would pretty much interview, uh, other women who started a side hustle or a business And we would talk about really like their journey. So their ups, their downs, like how they got to where they are today, you know, advice for any listeners, really in hopes of inspiring listeners to kind of start their own thing, but also kind of inspire me to start my own thing. Um, Because I've always wanted to, but I've always been too afraid to. And I just frankly didn't know like what to start. Um, So yeah, so I had one girl on my show. She was a bookkeeper. and. instantly, like as soon as we started talking, I just knew that that was something that, um, I could do. Like I had the accounting experience. I love working, you know, with other entrepreneurs and helping them. And I just felt like really called to it. So we ended the interview. Um, I signed up for a course, um, a bookkeeping course. I got a bookkeeping coach and I just like kind of went all in. I still kept my full-time job. Um, but I really spent like nights and weekends working on the bookkeeping business. Um, I got my first client after a couple of months and it's just kind of been rolling from there. And I actually, we just hit one year a month ago and I actually quit my full-time job about two to three months ago. So it's been very exciting. It's like I said, random and it's all happened really fast, but it's definitely been very exciting. Yeah. You rarely hear about somebody starting a podcast and then finding out what they wanted to do. Usually it's (laughs) they figure out what they want to do and then they're like, oh, I'm going to talk about this. You know, that's kind of what Jesse and I both did with us. And then obviously you can just the fact that so recently you decided to leave your full time job is so perfect for our conversation, which is about that decision to to kind of strike out on your own completely. Um, And we've seen a lot of this happening during the pandemic. A lot of people, you know, great resignation. Yeah. The great resignation, all of a sudden people were just like, you know, all right. And I feel like even before the pandemic, there were a lot of people doing side hustles. It was like, you'd have your, especially women, you'd have like your main job, but then it's like, I feel like I'd almost be able to ask the question of anybody. Okay. But what do you do on the side? What do you do on the side? And now I feel like a lot of times that side hustle has turned into that real, that real quote unquote job. What do you think is going on there? I mean, other than the pandemic, is it just that we're kind of sick of these, these corporate jobs, just like you were, or what do you think? Yeah. So like you said, the great migration or great resignation, that's definitely like all, you know, that's like the hot topic, the hot word um, these days. and. I do think that COVID was kind of the catalyst um, for a lot of people leaving their jobs, but I don't think I, I, I would almost say that COVID was yeah kind of like the catalyst or the driver, but it wasn't like the, the sole purpose for people leaving, if that makes sense. I think that a lot of people were already starting or at least like thinking about wanting to quit their job and start something of their own even before COVID, but COVID kind of like gave a lot of people that push, whether they wanted that push or not. Um, 
you know, a lot of people were of course laid off during COVID. They had no choice but to get another job. And it was tough getting a job during COVID. Like companies were not hiring. So I know other women out there who they were truly just, they were forced. They couldn't find something else. They applied everywhere. Um, So they just had to start their own business because they had no other options. Um, But I know others who like they worked in an office like me before COVID. And once they got a taste of working remotely, like they were like, I'm never going back. Um, And so, you know, a lot of businesses wanted, you know, when they wanted them to go back into the office, they were like, nope, not doing it. So like they quit because of that. Like there's all um, sorts of reasons. I even think, you know, some people lost loved ones due to COVID and that kind of opened their eyes to you know, wow, like we're working our lives away. We're spending so much time in the office and life is so much more than that. And life is short and it's never promised. So that kind of gave them like the push to start their own thing. So there's definitely a lot of reasons, but again, I don't think that COVID was the, the like sole driver behind it. I actually just think it's kind of like a shift in our mindset um, and how we think about like work and life compared to previous uh, generations. So I think that one of like the most amazing things actually about like millennials, Gen Zers, and like whatever the names are, I can't ever keep up with them is our understanding of how precious life is and our refusal to accept anything less than what we deserve or what kind of like makes us happy and fills up our cup. So like, unlike other generations, we're not willing to, or, and this is kind of a blanket statement, but we're not willing to work all day in an office, like slave away, make less than we deserve, um, work too many hours, like give up our social life, our personal life. And, and also like subject ourselves to like rude or condescending, like coworkers or bosses. Like we just won't accept that. Um, and I think that like, if I were to ask my mom or my grandma, about their job. Like, how did they like it? Why did they stay at a company for 30 years? They would say, because they had no other choice. Like they had to work. They didn't love it, but they had to. Whereas with us, one, we know like our, just our economy today, we have so many more, I think, options than, um, than previous generations, like with the internet and everything, it doesn't have to be a local job. Um, but two, I just think that our mindset is just very different where, we're not willing to do something that we don't want to do. And that, you know, some people might say that we're babies or we're spoiled or, you know, dramatic, but I think that, I don't know. I just think that this new like mindset and this generation is just smart and we just, we love life and we're going to do, um, we're going to, what is the saying? Like we're going to, uh, work to live, not live to work. Um, so yeah, I think it's more so about like just, this type, this generation um, versus COVID. But I do think that COVID was definitely kind of like a driving factor and a catalyst and a push. Um, but I think honestly, the great resignation would have come about regardless of whether the pandem- pandemic ever took place or not. Mm, I completely agree with everything. I think it was a catalyst. I yeah. think people are sick of working you know, in spaces and in ways that they doesn't, doesn't align with their, their lifestyle. But, you know, most of the the people that we've talked to, I would say have created their business as a result of just the side hustle, having it be a side hustle. Now, what's interesting about that, I feel like, and going back to this generational difference is that our, you, you hear so many people having multiple jobs, which is kind of sad in one way, because you cannot make it on one income. And let alone two incomes, 
you almost need four incomes. Almost everybody has to have a side hustle just with the cost of living and, you know, maintaining any sort of, you know, good life, you know, balance or, you know, being able to do the things you want to do. But, um, you know, so we are going to dive into some of the things you need to consider before leaving your full-time job, but are there any benefits of like sort of maintaining your full-time job, let's say your corporate office job and your side hustle or, you know, is it, you know, going to ever get to a point where you sort of have to choose? I know so many people do get to that point, but in your opinion, is there any, you know, pros or cons of having the side hustle alongside your office job? Or do, you know, do you see the benefit really transitioning into something that you're more passionate about? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, And I, I definitely want to preface this with saying that both are, they really are great options. Like whether you're starting a side hustle or diving in, like, feet first. Um, They are both great options. And I really want to emphasize that there is no one size fits all. Like your vision, your why, your finances, your hopes and dreams, like these are all unique to you. Um, Everybody's life and journey is different. It's always going to be different. So it's important to kind of like decide whether to do a side hustle versus a full-time business based on your own circumstances, not what like somebody else is saying or somebody else is doing. Um, so I just want to preface that. Um, but in terms of, yeah, kind of like the side hustle versus full-time gig, I would say that there's definitely a multiple reasons and multiple pros and cons why somebody would do either. So with the full-time gig, um, a lot of people, like maybe you have been thinking about starting this business for years. You've been planning, saving up, like strategizing and you're finally ready to go all in, like that might make sense to go, like I said, totally in and not go the side hustle route. Or maybe you lost your job in COVID and you don't have like another job. So you kind of have no choice but to go all in. Um, Or maybe you like have a spouse that can support you or um, you're a stay-at-home mom. So like you, your mom is your full-time job, um, but you're going to like try and go all in or, or even just like juggling a side hustle in your full-time corporate job, like just as a doable, um, whatever that may be, like, there are definitely reasons why somebody would want to start a full-time job. And there's a lot of pros, like you'll have so much more time to dedicate to your business because you're not working another job. Um, there's more, like there's greater potential for, um, like, higher revenues, higher profits, like more rewards. And you could probably get there at a quicker rate, I would say. Um, but on the flip, it is certainly the the riskier option. Like if your business fails and, or it's not generating revenue, like you have nothing to fall back on. So I actually personally am kind of against the full-time gig option, unless you have certain circumstances that it, where it makes sense. Um, as I mentioned, like I kept my full-time job for until up until, you know, two months ago, because I was not comfortable losing my full-time salary. Um, like my bookkeeping business, especially at first, like it's going to give you, you're going to, you're not just going to get rich quick, I guess, like side hustles, they take a lot of time. Um, so I'm definitely the, I'm, I'm very pro side hustle, um, you know, there's less risk, there's still potential for really high rewards, but you have the ability to kind of like adapt um, in case like your goals or your circumstances change. Like for me personally, I started a podcast, like 
I'm not doing podcasting any, I'm on your podcast, but I don't have my own pop, my, my own podcast anymore. So if I'd quit my, my job and gone all in on my podcast, like I'd have been kind of screwed, you know? Um, so I think, yeah, like goals change, your business might change. This will give you time to like, kind of validate your business, um, build up like your leads, your clients, you know, really like hone in on your skills, your experience. And also like, you'll, you'll be able to save up money so that one day you can eventually quit your job if that's what you want. So I am team side hustle all the way. Um, I think it's a great way to like, kind of get your feet wet, um, and, and learn and grow until you're ready to, you know, go full time. But again, like I said, everybody's different. Every, circumstances different. Um, so it's really good to kind of like think internally, um, and kind of like make a decision based on that. Okay. So now let's get into the meat of it. Like how, you know, our question specifically asks for three things, but if you have more than that, that's great. How do you know when you're ready? How do you know when you're ready to leave your full-time job and make your side hustle? Now your full gig, your full-time gig. So I will say, I don't think you're ever going to know for a fact that you're ready. Um, and maybe it's just me, but I think that everybody who I've talked to, at least like they always, it's always a leap of faith. It's always scary. You're always going to feel kind of like an imposter, um, like get that imposter syndrome going. Like there was never one second where I was like, this is it. Like I'm ready to leave behind my full-time job. I wanted to, but I never truly felt like I'm 100% confident. Um, for me, I told myself, when I hit 15 bookkeeping clients, that's when I'm quitting. And then I (laughs) hit 15 and I was like, wait, but I have a bonus coming in a month. And, um, like, I don't know if I'm ready yet. Maybe I'll go to 18. Like I kept pushing it back. So I will also say that you're never going to like wake up one morning, um, and just be like, now's the time. Like I'm fully confident or maybe you will. And that's wonderful if you're that like 1%, but most people, they won't hit that or they won't have that experience. Um, there are some things to definitely think about though. And I do think you really need to take time and like think and brainstorm and like really listen to yourself and sit on it to know, like, is this the time? Are you ready? Um, and I think one of the biggest things that you should, um, ask yourself is, are you financially prepared to lose your, your current salary? Like if you have a side hustle and you want to bring it full time, how much money are you making? How much does your, like, let's say your corporate job bring in? Like, are you comfortable losing your salary and will your side hustle, um, will you be okay with your side hustle income? Like what if your income with your side hustle doesn't grow for six months? Um, do you have enough saved? How long can you sustain, sustain those savings? Um, you know, are you, I guess, at a financial, like at a good spot where you can leave your job? And I, I see too many people, they go full, full in and they, you know, their profits are in the negatives or their profits are, you know, almost non-existent and they're struggling and they're racking up credit card debt. So, um, as a bookkeeper, my, my number one thing is please make sure that you're financially um, ready and prepared. Um, the second thing I would say is I think it's important to kind of think about like, what is your purpose or your driver behind your business? There's all kinds of reasons why somebody would want to start a side hustle or a business. You know, are you doing this to make money? Are you doing this because it really like fulfills you and you're passionate about it? Um, And the reason why I say this is because it's not easy having both a side hustle or a full-time job. Like neither are easy. Um, But are you going to burn out in five years? Like, are you going to start 
hating doing it? Like, will it continue to bring you joy or in five years, are you going to be done? Um, because if it's something that you're just doing to like get rich, um, but you don't truly like enjoy doing it, you probably will burn out. You probably will start to resent it. You probably will become miserable. Um, and then what, like you'll be stuck looking for a new job, whether it's going back to corporate or not. So I think you just want to make sure that like, is this actually what I want to do? Um, or is it just something that I want to do just because I want to get, you know, really rich and the idea of having a business sounds, you know, wonderful. So that's definitely something that, um, I think that you should think about as well. Um, and then one kind of like last thing I would say is really like, think about what you, what you want your life and your schedule to look like. I can speak for myself, but also a lot of other business owners when I say that, um, you know, leaving, you want to leave the corporate world because you want to be your own boss. You want to create your own schedule, work from home, work from the beach, like wherever, you know, do whatever you want essentially. Um, and you have this idea that, oh, I'm only going to have to work like five hours a week. Um, but that's often not the case. Um, you know, especially when it's your own business, it's your own baby, you kind of get the feeling that if you're not working, you're losing money. Like you're not making a salary where if you're not working, you're still getting that money. Like, I mean, you are, but that it's hard to get out of that mindset where, you know, if, if it's three o'clock, I don't need to be working as a business owner. Like I'm still doing what I need to be doing. Um, and you oftentimes work way too much like business owners, they take it to the max. And again, I am one of those people where, I would work weekends. I would be up like two nights ago. I was up until 11 o'clock at night and my husband was like, go to bed. Like, (laughs) and I didn't need to be doing like working at all, but it's just, it's so easy to get caught up in that. And so I really have to kind of like remind myself and train myself, you know, slow down. You don't need to finish this today. Like you can do it tomorrow. And like, what is the reason? Like, why did I start my business? It's because I want to create my, my schedule in my life and I want to have more freedom. So I think that it's good to just kind of like brainstorm what you want that to look like and then really set boundaries for yourself, like block time on your calendar, make sure you're not working specific hours that you don't want to be working because it's really easy to get carried away. Um, and then again, you get burnt out, like you start to resent it. So definitely just think about what you want your schedule to look like and try and stick to it. Um, build your business around your life, not your life around your business, I would say. Mm, so many of those points like ring so true. And I love the fact that you are actually like bringing some, some real truth to this. Like it's not being an entrepreneur is not always sitting at the beach with your cocktail, it's definitely with your not laptop, laptop in, in, in tow. I am changed to my desktop because I can use it better because I'm at my desk so much that I need mm-hmm. ergonomics. And you know what I mean? It's, it's not always as glamorous. Um, and interesting that you kind of point out the idea of, yeah, like, what do you want your life to be like? And I've referenced this episode before that we've had with another guest, Maya Sharpie, where she said, sometimes there's almost, you know, because she talked about, you know, when to leave your, your career in a similar way. But one of the points she brought up, which you're kind of, you're, you're echoing is you got to figure out what you want your life to look like. And in fact, what you want may not mean going into entrepreneurship because if you can negotiate with your corporate job, like if you want more flexibility, if you need Fridays off for whatever reason, and let's say all else aside, you really do like your corporate job, 
then maybe it's worth negotiating first before you consider leaving. Because like you said, do you have a safety net? You're going to be working likely more hours or it's easy to. Um, And then there's a few things that we didn't even touch upon, like retirement and like the 401 and the, the stock that you may get in your company and health insurance, like all of those things are uh, come into play. And I think And things that can get easily forgotten when you're thinking about this transition. Right. And those of us that are fortunate and to have a partner or someone else that can carry some of those benefits can help make the jump easier and quicker. But without it, it's just extra things that we need to consider before making the jump into our full-time side hustle. I totally agree. Um, There are so many things that you don't realize and you don't think about. Like to be honest before, and this might just, I might just be naive, but, or, or dumb. I don't know. Um, but I never really cared about my benefits. Like I cared about the salary and that's it. I never, I'd breeze past the benefits. I would breeze past like what my health insurance was and all that, because I always, I never had to think about it. And then once I started my business and I was at risk of losing it, I was like, uh, like, this is not good. Um, <laughs> luckily I'm, <laughs> I'm married so I could get on my husband's like plans, but when I got like, when I found out how much it would cost if he had his own business as well, like it is astronomical. Like there's so many things that you do need to think about that you don't realize like self-employment taxes, like welcome. The taxes are fun having your own business. Um, there's just so many things. And I also, I think that people, they want to have their own, start their own business because I do think it'll be easier um, and more flexible, but like, especially in today's economy, you can, most jobs now, especially with COVID, they'll let you work remote and stuff. Um, so like you said, like the entrepreneur, entrepreneurial world might not be for everyone and that's okay. Like it's, it's definitely not easy. And I think that more people think it's going to be a lot easier than it, like it truly, truly is. Um, many times, many times people create these side hustles because it's actually like a creative outlet for them. And I just saw a post the other day in one of the Facebook groups I'm in for photographers, because I'm a photographer where they were saying, okay, well. I need a new creative outlet because my creative outlet used to be photography and now it's all business. So I'm looking to do X, Y, or Z. So in a sense, you know, we create these creative side hustles because we're looking for an outlet and then it does become a business. And to your point, then it can lead, if you're really like lose the passion, it just becomes an opportunity for burnout. And so Mm -hmm. Think about that if you're really just, if you really truly enjoy it now, if it became your full-time gig and you have to do all the things that come along with building a business, like, like bookkeeping and doing your taxes and doing marketing and organizing your inbox and creating an email list and all the things that come along with actually being able to get clients, are you going to enjoy that? And if not, can you price appropriately to outsource all of that? And then you're in like a whole nother world because you're like, well, how am I going to charge X amount of dollars to do that. For sure. Honestly, so many people um, will message me on Instagram and they're like, I'd love to become a bookkeeper too. And like, they'll ask me for advice and I'm just more than willing to give them like share all of my like secrets or my advice. But so many of them, I can just tell that they think it's going to be easy. And they're like, all right, like, tell me, how did you get your first client? And like, you know, like how much money do you make? And like this and that. And I'm like, listen, like, 
I have news for you. This is not going to be easy. Like it is hard work. Like it is, it's truly not easy if you don't want to get in. And then like, people will be like, Oh, well, I don't like showing my face on social media. Like I don't want to start an Instagram and whatnot. I'm like, you know, it makes me cringe too. When I look at my reels, but I got to do it because that's my main marketing source. So it's, it's just, it's a lot harder than people think. Um, so I do think that it's definitely important to, yeah, just like understand it's not going to be a walk in the park. You're going to have to work really hard. Um, personally, it's all been worth it, but I know people who they started a bookkeeping business. They realized how hard it was and they've gone back to their like full-time accounting jobs. Cause they were just like, this isn't for me. Like this isn't what I expected. So um, just think about it. Like, make sure you really sit on it. You think about it and, um, test it out with a side hustle first, I would say before just kind of like quitting your job and going all in. Love that. Now you, um, you cater to mainly female entrepreneurs. Was that like a intentional decision when you were coming up with your, your business plan or Mm -hmm. was this something you kind of like, Oh, I, I, I've only worked with female clients. So now I'll just specialize in working with female clients. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So, um, when I, so I guess like the reason, but the reason that I started my podcast, which is then like how I started my bookkeeping business, I kind of like the, um, not the influencer. Um, but so my mom, like she had her own business when I was growing up, she ran a daycare. Um, and she just created like a really incredible life for me because she was a business owner. She was, she had four kids. So like she was a full-time mom and at, you know, being a mom is a full-time job, but she also ran her own business. Um, she would, you know, a lot of kids, a lot of kids, a lot of my friends, they wouldn't see their parents until six o'clock at night, but I got to spend every day with my mom and my siblings and all kinds of kids. And we'd go on like field trips and we'd play games. And it was just like such a fun childhood that I always really just admired, like all she did for us. Um, she was actually going to school for, to become a doctor. Like that was her plan. And she decided that she wanted to give up those dreams, um, and really just open up a daycare so she could spend time with her kids. So she really sacrificed her passion and what she wanted to do for us. And I just have always really like admired that because I had truly like the best childhood, um, because of that sacrifice. Um, she was always like there for me. She was always present. Like even when I went to school, because she had her own business, she had that flexibility where she could come to my school and volunteer and and chaperone at our um, at our field trips. And like she just she was always like there, and I just really loved that. Um, and so like she was kind of like the inspiration um, for starting my own business. And fast forward to my high school years, she and my dad actually got a divorce, and it was kind of a messy divorce. And my um, at that time, my moms, like the daycare, like kind of had fizzled out. They'd been in business for like 25 years. And the area that the daycare was in was just kind of getting a little like rougher and people were kind of leaving that area. So she was kind of left with nothing. Honestly, she had four kids, no money. Like she had to borrow money from my dad's family, from my, you know, from her family. Like it was a really, really tough time for her. Um, and so just kind of seeing that I've always just felt like very drawn to like helping other females because like my dad did all the finances for our family. And and I'm also not hating at all on my dad, like people get divorces, but, um, it's just, it just kind of like how it happened. And I just, she was kind of clueless. Like she didn't know what to do with like credit cards and finances and taxes. And like, she 
like she was trying to pick up anywhere she could. She didn't have money for groceries. So like, I just have always felt, I guess, passionate to help other females because again, being a mom is a full-time job in itself. And then you're sitting there trying to like make additional money while run the house and whatnot, especially if you're a single parent. And so, yeah, I've just like had a passion for that. I also just love working with women, of course, like leaving the, every other job I've had has been so male dominated, my accounting experiences, but also my management consulting, my sales, like I've always worked with 90% males and I just want more women to like have success and to do what they want. Um, And so, yeah, it's, I just, I don't know. I, I just really wanted to kind of like encourage other women that they can do it to like have a little bit of confidence to empower them and to kind of like create a community community um, to kind of encourage them to go out and start their own business and kind of create that life that they've always dreamed of. Because I do think that women are much more timid and afraid um, at least historically to kind of like ask for that raise or like go out and start their own thing. Like we care too much about what other people think. Um, whereas I feel like males are, they always do that and they get what they want. So yeah, I just want to kind of like show other women that it's possible. We can create this dream life. We can stay at home with our kids if we want to, or if you don't want kids, like by all means don't have kids. Like that's not what I'm, you know, I'm not saying you have to have children, but, um, I just, my experience growing up, I absolutely loved it. And so I want to inspire other women to kind of like create that life for themselves. So that way they can either have more time at home with their children and really be present in their lives or not have kids, but like go on more vacations or, you know, do whatever they want, like whatever it is that you want to do in your life. I want you to kind of go out there and be able to do it rather than work all day in an office, like making far less than other guys are making around you. Um, because I experienced that my male coworkers make are um, they always, their salaries were always higher than mine, even though we did the same thing, or I even did a better job than them. Um, so yeah, I just, that's kind of like the driver behind it. I will say sometimes I feel bad. I actually had one person, a guy reach out and he was a wedding photographer and that's my ideal client. And he was actually like, I'm a guy. So like, you can't take me on, but like, do you have any other bookkeepers that you recommend? And I felt terrible because I'm not at all trying to, I don't know, like create some sort of like segregation or anything like that. Um, but I just, and I'm willing to, to work with guys, but definitely like what I'm really passionate about and who I really, truly want to help are all like the women out there who um, just kind of want to create that life for themselves, but they haven't had like the courage to, to do so. Um, so yeah, that's kind of why I, why my, um, my ideal client is like the female service-based business. Everything you just said made me feel so good. Well, <laughs> It's funny that you mentioned that like a, a, a man reached out and asking about your services because occasionally that happens to me where people are like, do you work with men? <laughs> because yeah, And it's not that I won't. It's just like I have a very specific it's your avatar niche. that I work yeah. with. And I mean, you look at my photo, fo- you know, brand photography, you look at my photos, it's very light and airy and feminine and like, I'm like, well, if you see what you like and, yeah. you know, exactly. what I can create, like. Maybe that's what they want. You know? And so, Blatant yeah, feminine. it's not that I'll turn them away. It's just that my, from a marketing perspective and from my ideal preferred situation, that's what I, that's what I do. Well, this has been amazing. Yes. Um, so it's so great to hear your story and a lot of the, the, I can tell you're very passionate about what you do and the reasoning behind it. So why don't you tell us where 
people can find out more about you and your services. And if you want to share, if you have anything coming up or any way uh, people can learn, um, learn more about what it is that you offer. Yeah. So um, I would say if you want to follow me on socials, I am on Instagram, of course, that's been like kind of my biggest marketing avenue. Um, my Instagram handle is bookkeeping by Burke. I recently got on TikTok, um, but we're definitely still trying to test that out. Um, but yeah, definitely on Instagram at bookkeeping by Burke. You can also go to my website and learn all about like my services and prices and whatnot. It's also bookkeeping by Burke.com. Um, And then, yeah, so I offer monthly bookkeeping. I offer quarterly bookkeeping. I also have kind of like a DIY spreadsheet option for those who are um, just starting out and they want to kind of stay on top of their finances and, you know, can't afford a bookkeeper. Um, So that's a really good solution for you. Um, And then also fun fact, and I haven't told anybody yet, but I'm actually coming out with a course in uh, a couple months. Um, Yeah. And it's, so it's going to be called kickstart your creative business. And it's essentially a course that's going to teach you all that you need to know to start um, a creative business. So when I started, I knew nothing about side hustles versus full-time, you know, gigs. So that's actually the first topic that we talk about is um, why should you start a side hustle? Why should you start a full, full-time gig? Like what are the pros and cons? Um, but we talk about all kinds of things like how to do your finances, business bank accounts, like taxes, um, contracts, like how to invoice. Um, we kind of like go through it all, social media. So it's kind of like an all-in-one um, course on kind of giving you like the 101 basics of, of starting um, your own business. So that's going to come out in a couple months. Um, so I'm excited for that. Um, and I'll be posting all about it on my Instagram and my website when that time comes. That's exciting. So depending on when this actually airs, we may be able to include a link to that for our listeners. If not, you guys will need to head over and make sure you follow Rachel or maybe get some more details on her website about that if you're interested in any of her offers. Definitely. Thank you so much for being on the show. This has been fantastic. And um, I think our listeners are going to enjoy this one a lot. Me too. Thank you guys. Thank I appreciate you. it. It's been fun. <laughs> so thank it you has for been having fun. me on. <laughs> Thanks, Rachel. Thank you. So I enjoyed listening to her talk about the, you know, the things to consider when leaving your full-time job and that really taking a good account of you know, your finances and the savings and, mm-hmm. you know, the life you're trying to build because sometimes in some situations, it may not make sense at that particular time to mm-hmm. make the jump or there might be, as we've you know heard from a few others, it may make sense to keep it as a side hustle and yeah. just try and negotiate with your office job. So really yep. sort of taking note about those few things I thought it was really nice for her to, to make a point of. I think also the, the, what exactly what you're saying with like what the the things to consider, it's so easy to just get sucked into the idea of being an entrepreneur or a business owner. And as you said, kind of the life that you're going to create for yourself. And, you know, we, you had referenced like, you know, sitting on a beach with a laptop. No, you're actually like sitting in your office at your desktop. Um, you know, not exactly the glamorous life and and not that you can't do that as well, but realizing that it's not all 
working from a beach or working from the road, being able to travel all the time or, you know, just make up your own schedule, realizing that, you know, there are certain times where you're going to have to work, even if you're not feeling like it. Sometimes, you know, you have to work longer days, even even though you're trying to get away from that, you know, especially in the first stages of setting up your business, kind of having to take that time, that extra time to really get yourself in good shape. And also then the unsexy things like health insurance, you know, making sure you're setting up for retirement in the end, you know, because and obviously paying taxes and paying taxes and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. there's a lot to take into account. Um, and she did a really great job of, of laying that out in kind of plain terms. So obviously making this decision while well, we boiled it down to like the three different things, there are, there's a lot involved. And um, obviously, as we said in the beginning of the show, it's, it's really not a decision you should be making lightly. Um, but, you know, if you can get to that point, I'm great, good, great, you know, great going good for you. <laughs> Well, um, everybody's situation is different. And I'm glad she put yes. that at the beginning. It's yes. everybody's situation is different. Well, and it may- both of us, both you and I, both of us, our, our partners provide health insurance for us. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there is that to consider where, you know, if you, if your partner has their own business, like she said, it would have been, you know, ridiculously expensive if her husband also had his own business. You know, there's, you're, everybody has a different situation. And, you know, that's, that's another thing. There's no one size fits all when it right. comes to making that jump. Um, so think about that next time you're like, hmm, maybe I should just quit this full-time job. I know there's so many times I was like, I just want to leave. I just don't want to come back. And I, mm-hmm. you know, it take having a kid for me to, to make that decision. Maybe, maybe not the most sound financial advice right there, but mm. that's what did it for me. Well, thank you so much for listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. Make sure to join in our Facebook group, Cocktails and Content Creation Community. And you can email us at cocktailsandcontentcreation at gmail.com. I'm Kate Andrews. You can follow me on Instagram at fashionablykateandco. And I'm Jesse Wyman. You can follow me on Instagram at Jesse Wyman Photos or at the Brand Photographer Method if you're interested in learning more about brand photography. Make sure to tune in next time for another great episode of Cocktails and Content Creation. Until then, cheers to your next cocktail. And happy content creating. Mm-hmm.